What advice do you have for people when they're looking for a place to retire? Do it now. Okay? Do not wait. Do not wait. You know, if you're looking for a place, you know, you do not know how much time you have left on this earth. Okay? And this place is so great that to pass up, every day you pass this up, you pass up a great day. Move here when you're vibrant, when you can get around, when you can do things, and so on. Not when you think you're ready. Do it as soon as you can, because it will change your life. This is a show where we'll explore what it means to retire with purpose, to make a difference, to invest in your family, your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your community, to live to your full potential and explore abundant opportunities to live with purpose and community. From Garden Spot Communities in New Holland, Pennsylvania, welcome to Retire with Purpose. Hello, I'm Scott Miller, the Chief Marketing Officer at Garden Spot Communities. And I'm Juanita Fox, the storyteller. In every episode of Retire with Purpose, you're going to hear from someone who is living the good life with purpose to its fullest in retirement. Our goal for season one is to debunk retirement myths. We're surrounded by retirees all day who are having the time of their lives, and we think that you should too. You'll get advice and tips from people who are living the good life in retirement. In case this is the first Retire With Purpose podcast you're listening to, with each episode, we include a downloadable PDF where you will find the main points of our discussion. Just to get you thinking, we offer fun facts before each interview. And at the end of each podcast, we tell you how you can enter a drawing to win a hot air balloon ride for two in the Garden Spot Village hot air balloon. So, wow, Juanita, can you believe this is our last podcast for the season? It is hard to believe. It's been an incredible journey, as we've heard the stories of Art, Janice, Ruth, Sally, and now Bob. Along the way, we've debunked a number of retirement myths. You're right. And today, we're going to debunk the myth that as you age, the number of opportunities available to you decreases. Bob Weingartner, um, who was speaking in the opening, is one of the most decisive men I know. When he decides to do something It gets done. He approached retirement with the same way he approached his career. He looked at the opportunities around him, and he was decisive about what he wanted to explore and learn. He's purposeful in everything that he does. He doesn't approach life lightly. He actually debunked our retirement myth in the opening. You know, many people believe they need to wait until they're ready to move to retirement community, you know, when they need help with the yard or the housework or something like that. Bob said, don't wait. Exactly. So many people here at Garden Spot echo his words. Don't wait. Move as soon as you can. I think we'll see in our conversation with Bob that he truly means what he said. A move to a community like Garden Spot Village will change your life. Bob is still driven, but he's found a sense of peace and has transformed his drive to succeed into a drive to help others. So we're going to talk with Bob um, right after our fun fact. While many people say they will never retire, or they won't retire until they're in their 70s or 80s, the data says differently. According to a November 2019 blog by DQYDJ, or Don't Quit Your Day Job, the average retirement age in the United States among currently living retirees was 59.88 years old. The median living retiree left work at 62 years old, and the most common age to retire was 62 years old. Learn more at dqydj.com. So we're here with uh, Bob Weingartner. And uh, hey, Bob, thanks for coming in today. Not a problem. My, you know, 
always glad to be here. You know, Bob, when you moved here to Garden Spot Village, your career, it was like firing on all cylinders. Just tell us a little bit about your responsibility when, when you got here. Well, when I when I got here, I had, was running uh, 10 Home Depots. We were doing about 500, and my budget for that year was 526 million. Wow. I had 3,600 some odd employees, 10 managers, 56 assistant managers, and I had a, a part-time assistant who kind of answered the phone back in my office. So you were busy. I was in the stores. You know, my schedule was uh, in the store by 6, and I would hopefully leave 5, 6 o'clock at night, get home, get a couple hours uh, with the family, and four or five hours of sleep and back at it, yes. But it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it was, it was exciting. So when you, when you actually moved here, then you were still working those. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you were living at Garden Spot yeah. in a, quote, retirement community. Oh, yeah. And you were working 80-hour weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every morning I'd leave here at 6 o'clock, and I would drive out, and it would be dark, and I'm going like, huh. You know, and I would get back at night, and it would be dark, and I would say, huh. And my wife would tell me everything that was going on. I would read, you know, the yellow sheet. I would read all the other information and so on, and I thought, well, I'm missing out on too much fun here. So, yeah, so and that kind of comes into the next question. So, you had made at one point this statement like you had this six o'clock epiphany because you were at work and your wife called and said, You need to be home by six o'clock, right? Yep. So, yeah, how did that go? Well, I, I, I just realized that it was time. I mean, you know, when, when, uh, your wife finally says you need to be here at six and you know that you it takes you an hour to get out of a store it takes you an hour and a half to get back and this was where you know what was more important and my wife and my family and uh, m- just my own health and so on was better let's it's time that's it what made you decide to move to Garden Spot Village in particular? Well, I'm a fairly analytical type guy, and I study a lot of stuff before I do it. And I visited six, eight, ten retirement communities from all around Philadelphia. Uh, I went all the ones around Lancaster County. And my wife said, you know, last year when Mom needed a place, we looked at this place in New Holland. And I said, hey, I used to live in New Holland. Let's go take a look. So I drove in the main entrance. I was trying to figure out where the main office is. And I looked at her and I said, this is it. She said, what do you mean? I says, no, this is where we're going to move to. <laughs> she says, well, wait a minute. You, you don't know. I th- we're moving here. <laughs> <laughs> no argument. <laughs> yeah, no, well, and, and, you know, and she was pretty much, you know, I didn't know if she was testing me or she was just surprised, but it was one of those things that I, I drove in and I knew this is where I wanted to be. Did it feel like home? Like, what was it about? Absolutely. The, okay. Well, it was, it was the, how neat it was, how precise it was. Uh, you know, when you, when you run some big volume businesses, okay, I mean, there's people here have run more 
higher priced and so on. But when you do a lot of volume and you're busy and, you, you know, you have stores that are cranking and so on and you go from one to the other, it doesn't take you long to spot what is good, what isn't good, and what is mediocre. Well, this place was way above mediocre. I could tell from the time I walked in that this place was well run, had a good plan, and I wanted to be here. You know, you and I were sort of sitting at the table one day. We were talking. You said, you know what, Scott, there were three things I wanted to do when I moved in. I wanted to fly fish. I wanted to do woodworking. And I wanted to be in politics. Talk to us then about fly fishing. How did you get into fly fishing? One day we were at one of our functions here, and I was talking to this, this, this guy. And I said, you know, I'd like to fly fish. He says, ah, I'd like to teach you. I'm a good fly fisherman. Really? I said, yeah, let's, let's do it. And he says, well, it's, it's kind of cold. And I said, well, you know, they do have a swimming pool here. And he said, <laughs> <laughs> he said what? I said, they have a beautiful pool. I said, and they don't use it in the evenings. I said, let's ask them and we can practice, you know, fly fishing in the swimming pool. And he said, okay. So <laughs> there we were. We started to learn to fly fish. Uh, I then uh, went down to the woodwork and I ran into this old guy. Uh, by the name of Bill George. And I introduced myself and I you know, told him I'd like to join the wood shop. And he says, do you have any experience? Um, nope. I said, I don't, never, never done this. I said, but I can tell you anything you want to know about your machinery. And he looked at me like, yeah, right, rookie. <laughs> <laughs> so we proceeded to walk through the thing. And, and because I had attended every product knowledge class that the Home Depot had and had visited the factories, watched it being made, watched it tested and so on. I knew about it. I didn't know how to do it. I could tell you how to do it. I could stand there and I could tell you exactly how to use all this equipment, what it could do, what it shouldn't do, and so on and so forth. Never touched it. I know that, you know, for somebody who came in and you knew all about the tools, but you really didn't know about woodworking, like I look at the things that you do now and I'm like, you know, you've moved to that sort of master craftsman uh, status over a long period of time. You do phenomenal stuff. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, I'm really not that good at it. There are some guys in that wood shop that are just fantastic. They are true artisans. I just happened to get a few things done, and I'm lucky. Tell us about politics. You also wanted to do, get involved with politics. I absolutely wanted to get in politics for years. I was on the other end of politics. Um, you know, I would want to build a new store, and I would have to deal with the local uh, politicians. I had to deal with the state politicians and so on and so forth. And it, it just always seemed to me that we were at odds, and I always thought that, you know, I needed to understand them a little bit better, and they needed to understand me a little bit better. You know politicians are pretty much a first-name basis. You can call and talk to just about anybody. I can pretty much reach out to almost any politician in Lancaster County uh, and even some further than that. And I have, let's say, been introduced and know quite a few of them. And what's funny is uh, where I grew up, uh, I got to know the, the politician from my hometown because a couple of my friends were involved up there. And so I was at, uh, anyhow, yeah, I can, I can reach out to a few politicians, yes. And you're the judge of elections. I was judge of elections. That's how I, uh, the second job I had here, I, I came in and I worked 
on the Board of Elections. And after about a year, when I first worked on it, it was pretty not well organized. I mean, we had lines out the back, people were an hour, and I was working as a clerk, and I looked at it and said, we can do better. So the lady who was the judge of elections uh, quit, and she called and said, hey, I'm going to quit. Do you want my job? I said, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I thought about it, and I had made a lot of notes and so on of how to streamline and how to make it quicker, easier, and so on, because my philosophy was that voting should be an enjoyable event. Okay, it should be pleasant. You should come come in, not have to stand three hours in line, not be frustrated. You come in, you vote, you leave. You talked about um, these opportunities that you've right. had here at Garden Spot. Yeah. What you know when you when you drove into the community, you saw right. that it was it was well run. Yes, it looked beautiful. Right. Um, now that you're here and you've experienced the community, what is it about Garden Spot that makes learning to fly fish and getting involved in politics and learning to do woodworking as a master craftsman, what is, is it about this community that makes that possible? I, I think it's the, the fact that there's not a lot of competition for uh, who's the best. It's more like you know, you you almost have to see it you know, like in a wood shop when something goes wrong. You know, a piece of wood splits out or a screw doesn't go right or a screw breaks off. And you go, oh, no. And someone, what's the problem? Ah, uh, this happened. Immediately, you have eight people there telling you how to fix it. Okay? Well, that's not just in woodworking. Okay? That's in a lot of things. My career was really tough. Uh, I'm, I mean, I've dealt with things that people shouldn't deal with, okay? Shootings, uh, suicides, robberies, theft, stuff like that. And when you deal with that on a daily basis, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, you develop a mentality that is not good. And I felt when I came on here that I needed to get into a different atmosphere. I needed to be rounded off. I hadn't attended church in 19 years. I am in church every Sunday. Okay, That part of me needed to be rounded off. And I knew, and I could feel it here, that that part was going to be very, very important. In 2019, Lancaster County was named as the number one place to retire in the United States. The reason? an intriguing balance of rural and city living, four distinct seasons, and access to world-class hospitals and healthcare. In our experience, people from around the country are choosing to move to Sycamore Springs, the newest innovative neighborhood of Garden Spot Village. Currently under construction, we have homes available with move-in dates ranging from summer 2020 to early 2021. We would love for you to join them in this newest addition to our growing community. To learn more, visit sycamoresprings.org. Bob's story is powerful, isn't it? It is. You know, and he approached retirement with a sense of purpose. Um, He knew that while work was important, he was missing out on some really good stuff in life. 
His wife's experience at Garden Spot showed him that there was more to life than work and that there were abundant opportunities to do so much more with his life in retirement. What strikes me most is that when he quit working, he fully embraced life. And it's changed his life. We've summarized Bob's story in five main points. Number one, give yourself an exit plan. Number two, time it right. Number three, trust your instincts. Four, lead with your top three interests. And number five, learn, apprentice, and grow. It's all in the PDF. The PDF is entitled Five Ways to Retire with Purpose, and the link is in the podcast description. It will help you start thinking about how you can retire with purpose sooner rather than later. Let's not forget the giveaway for the hot air balloon ride. Through June 30, 2020, if you contact us through our website, gardenspotcommunities.org, we'll enter you into a drawing for a hot air balloon ride for two. Um, Be sure to mention the podcast before you press submit. Again, if you want to take advantage of this opportunity, contact us through our website, gardenspotcommunities.org, by June 30, 2020, and we will enter you into a drawing for a hot air balloon ride for two. One final thing. You know, I'm happy to answer general questions about retirement living. And so to that end, we set up an email address that's entitled Ask Scott. So you can email me directly at askscott.gardenspotcommunities.org, and I'll get back to you. Thank you for listening to Retire With Purpose. I'm Scott Miller. And I'm Juanita Fox. Special thanks to Garden Spot Village resident Bob Weingartner. Our senior producer and host is Scott Miller. Our co-host is Juanita Fox, and our producer is Gavin Souter. Our commercial and fun fact voice is Kelly Swigert. Stay tuned for Season 2 of Retire With Purpose. We hope to launch in Fall 2020. We'll be talking with more inspiring people from Garden Spot. People who are doing amazing things here in this community and around the world.